delivery. Elevates the cross. Bain is there! Incredibly, Sydney FC are once again 90 minutes away from a grand final appearance. And with a level playing field, thanks to an impressive performance at Allianz Stadium last Friday night, a 1-1 draw with Premier's Melbourne City. Elsewhere, a Sydney FC double winner returns to the club, multiple underage national team call-ups, and Anthony Caceres joins us to preview the semi-final on Friday night. It's Sky Blue Stories with Sean Chunks Maloney and Julian Nico Omolana Baumbach. Boys. Just call, us, has... just call us the Alpha Squad, you know. Yeah. Is that name? Oh, that's good, isn't it? How, uh, how has your influencing been going this week? Uh, it's all right. It's all right. Finally worked out who the beta squad are. Um, <laughs> it's taken me a little while, but Jules well, is cool. Just for the record, Jules is cool. Jules knows who they are. I was very yeah. I, I was didn't know that they were actually going to be at the ground, and then was surprised that the their biggest star chunks was involved. But I assume the club couldn't afford the contract or something like that. Or he's got a playing think... contract, probably. I think Chunks was uh, in the city supporters, unfortunately, Ooh. Jules. Well, three, or four, three of them. Controversially. <laughs> so, Did you hear so. that on the commentary? That was good. Yeah, that, was, was, that Scott, was that Scott McKinnon? Yeah. That was, yeah. Good, that was good from him. That People came out on Twitter and started hating on it. I'm like, oh, please. Nah, hilarious. Thick skin. Hilarious. That was good. Good. Um, well, there, was a fair bit, there was a fair bit of good in, uh, in Friday night, boys. It's, mm. it's it's surreal after the most up and down, inconsistent, uh, on the whole, disappointing at home form. They were ninety minutes away from a grand final. That's it's weird. I don't know. Like mm. I'm happy, but it's yeah. They're going to win the league. A very surreal <laughs> feeling, and the Sydney conspiracy is alive and well. Daddy <laughs> sure. Tanner's working his magic. He's just pulling those strings for us. <clears throat> Thanks, mm. puppet master. Hey, we um we just pre-recorded a pretty cool chat with uh, Anthony Caceres. Mm. He was absolutely all right. very good. Oh, I've been wanting to have Anthony on the pod for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Definitely. So stick around, um, stick around for that, or, or fast forward for those impatient fuckers. Um, <laughs> but that's all right. That's all right. We don't all have we don't all have time to listen to podcasts all the time. Um, before we start talking uh, about the games and and talk to Anthony, um, there's a fair bit of news around the club at the moment. So Sean will uh, do his bit. Browns. Now this first bit, I actually had like really fuck all on the, on the run sheet, but then like it's exploded today, um, and I've left probably the best till last. And I think Jules and Jono, you you two can really take the last bit. But Ooh. the first bit is the national second division, and I know it may not necessarily mm-hmm. relate to Sydney FC at this point in time, but I think if if you're a football lover, 
and a follower of the A-League, regardless of what team you follow, you should take, you should keep abreast of what's happening with it. So they're, they're, they've culled it down to whatever the fuck it is now, 30-odd teams. But specifically... 26, uh, I think. 26. 26, that was close. Um, <laughs> with New South Wales, there's... Uh, an odd saying is 30-odd, because, like, it's not an odd number. Like 30 I know. Odd. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> You're odd. Uh, but they culled it down to seven names. Uh, a big omission was was uh, your neck of the woods or your old stopping grounds, Jonathan, uh, Blacktown. Um, yeah. They, yeah. They bullshit. Weren't, they weren't too happy uh, being left out. Um, it's neck of the woods too. But the, the, the mecca of uh, New South Wales football, that is Fraser Park. Yes. He's still there. How? I don't know. Um, you think that they would have it's been. The, it's Frangos. They've got, they got good yeah. backers. Watch these parts of the ground. 100%. I think the, the, they've caught wind that Inner West Council want to rename parts of, of Marrickville into uh, Little Portugal. Um, so I think that's what's really <laughs> helped their bid. Uh, good good use of uh, council, council rates, Inner West Council. Um, but I digress. So other than Fraser, uh, RPR, Marconi, Rockdale, Sydney Olympic, Sydney United, Sutherland, and Gong. The Gong. Gong. Uh, Boys, which four would you take? You're in charge. Oh, which geez. four would you take, Jules? Do we have to take four? Might be more than four. All right, do you want to take oh, five? Fuck then? Take five. All right, Carl, Carl, take two. <laughs> no, less. Take two or less. Nah, I think if realistically, Gong have to be a shoe in. Oh. Surely. Um, I'd probably go Arpia, Marconi, Sydney United. It's probably the the four yeah. I go. I don't um I don't I, I don't want Southern expansion to get in. Um no. which is basically Sutherland backed by Cronulla yeah. Sharks. I just think that's not a, a good we don't want other we don't want other codes meddling in ours, I think. Um even at that level. Um but no look there, there there's some you know, the, the, like you said, Sean. Jokes aside, there are some powerhouse names in there. Um, if I was a betting man, I, I reckon there'll be more than four from New South Wales in. Probably. Well, that's seven. Would would you really see Sydney United getting in in light of? I do. Some of their fans' past transgressions. I yeah. do. Probably. Okay. Uh, Power of King Tom, mate. Mm. <laughs> Well, I, I would only realistically then see Fraser and, and Sutherland not making it. Maybe Rocked. Uh, yeah, Sydney Olympic would definitely be a shoo-in as well. Be interesting to see. It's yeah. all ahead. I think um, if they want to kick it off in March or whatever it is, they've, they've got a lot of... They're going to have to get a fucking move yeah. got, got, got some work to do. They're oh, going to find of... these players that are going to give up their jobs to to play football professionally. Yeah, yeah. They're still going to put their four weeks in, mate. Come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No gardening leave. No, that's it. And but like you mentioned, I think at the top of the pod, Jonathan, I think I was listening. Uh, we've had quite a few players picked for the national teams or for the you know the Joeys and the Matildas under twenty. So we've had a Zach De Jesus, De, De Jesus, Mitch Latson, Tiago Quintal, Jacob McLaughlin, and Richard Colmo, uh being picked for the Joey squad uh, for the under. Asian Cup. No Gus um, Hoofsfoot. No Gus Hoofsfoot. Hmm, which I noticed. Um, Given his allegiance to Germany. Maybe. Uh, 
And um, our, our five young girls on the back of winning a, a double, the Dos Santos girls, Talia Franco, Shay Holman, and Annika Stagic. So they're uh, that's qualifying for the under twenty World Cup, isn't it? Oh, Asian Cup. Very good. So well done to all those names uh, for making it, representing our club very proudly, and and making your way into your respective national teams. Um, I was going to use him as villain of the week, but I think you would right rightfully probably shoot me, Jonathan. Is when uh, Kelly Cross posted about the under twenty threes announcement. Tell me mm. if I'm if I'm getting a little bit petty here and I'm oh. but you know Jonathan you've you've said to me before you don't like how NPL clubs will will boast about how a player of theirs <laughs> you might know where I'm going with this. I do. And, you know, you've we've seen like Arpia or Olympic or Union will go, Oh look, so and so made the national team. You know, look <laughs> at Courtney Vine and Sydney Olympics kind of like laying claim and but Arpia done it, plenty of other clubs, probably your mates up at Koala's spirit do this too, Jules. But mm, they do. Kelly saying, you know, we've got seven academy past academy boys that have made it into the under twenty threes, like Callum and Tilio and Pepion and T. Can we still really lay claim that that's like what? What? What's the the statute? He's just, he's just spitting facts. He's just spitting facts that they were part of the initial intake of the academy yeah. players. N- none of them are. None of them are still at Sydney. So. Yes, and and some of them are, have been long gone. Yes. You know, Teague's been in Portugal for I don't know the best part of ten years now, or whatever. <laughs> Maybe a slight stretch there, but <laughs> what? What's the no, statute of limitations? Like when? When do you? Is there a line? I, I, I think it, I, I was quite uh, I was quite happy with that. The only one that I didn't really realise was uh, Nectar Triantis. I didn't realise that um, he actually spent quite a few years with our academy before heading over to the Westies um, and now up to the Mariners. So, yeah, I, I, I yeah, okay, I'll take my sky blue tinted glasses off, Sean. I, I, I take you. I take your feedback. But uh, it's... Nah. Jules, No. No, no issue. No issue. No issue with it. Okay. No issue with it whatsoever. You got no issue with it because they've 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 contributed even with some of those other clubs. Say, oh, former, you know, product this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. They're still contributed to their football journey. I'm not saying that it's the only people, but it's like Ange Postecoglou just won the Scottish title again for the second year in a row when people thought he'd only last two months. Mm. And South Melbourne mm. did a little piece on it, and Brisbane that. are two sitting on their fucking hands to do anything, <laughs> any sort of marketing. I was, at all. I was going to tweet out about former Sydney FC player Sam Kerr wins third FA Cup. But, there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, where's Sydney FC? Where, where's Sydney FC? Come yeah. on, man. It was one of ours. Claim it. Fucking be shameless with it. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking of academy players, this this little bit of news might make a few of our a bit of our blood boil. Um, Rumor has it that Oscar Priestman, captain of their MPL boys, um, is headed off to the Wanderers, mm. and potentially, I don't, you know, we shouldn't get too presumptuous and and put the cart mm. before the chickens, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> if that, ha- yeah, that's right. Um, don't want to put our ducks all in a row, but if is don't this throw the bathwater out with the baby, sure. That's it for the cart and the chickens. But <laughs> if this is the case, boys, is this, is this another one? It's 
Um, I mean, it could be. It could be. It 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 hurts. It'd be interesting um, to see actually when um, when news broke last year that Aiden Simmons and Zach Sapsford, um, less so Callum Newenhoff, but um, the former two. When news broke um, that they were off to the Wanderers, um, Jimmy Van Weeren uh, stopped playing them. So they they just they simply just stopped um, playing because I think their contracts ran until you know end of May or end of June whatever it was. But he he just said, "Oh well, if you're going, then we're not you're not playing here." Yeah, um, so that was good. So it'd be interesting to see what Oscar does. Look, Aussie uh, again. He's been with the academy for so long, um, and and people. I I just get sad about it. It's just sad because you know they we do we we put so much time and effort into um, producing these players and then for them to just leave a, a lot of the time for free um, is, is frustrating. Um, but then you, again, your glass half full or a glass half empty sort of one, you know, it's, it's, it's good that we're producing them. It's good that other clubs um, clearly can't, you know, produce good enough talent for their own side. So they just keep rating ours. Um, so that means the best w- will potentially keep coming to us. Um, yeah, look, if there's truth to it, again, it, it speaks volumes about the Wanderers set up and their academy system and, you know, how but they... You know, but, but you want to get return on investment, don't you, Jonathan? Return as in, yeah, A, you, potentially you, if there was a transfer, you know, money involved, and B, you do, but return you do. on getting them into the senior team and then winning some A League. That's right, yeah, and 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 again, you know, as fans, again, you want you want the local boy comes good story to to, to come through. And Shawnee, I think I, I think you asked me, you know, in the aftermath, who was the last academy player that actually came through and played. 60 70 80 games i mean apart from yazbek who i think was up over 50 i think he might be the only one in in recent years yeah in recent years um back do we need to go back to the grants and to the you said matt german i forgot german yeah i think he mentioned another youth league um yeah so there's there's not too many but another another school of thought around this boys is um you know we, we we cry about losing some of these players a- apart from Marco Tilio and, and and he's still an A-Leagues player and Cam Pepion who went overseas which is completely fine that's what you want players to do and he's he's right on the verge of a Premier League debut um what other players that we've sort of left let go or or, or not held on to have gone on to you know massive things well, I don't begrudge him if they go overseas I think that's mm. every mm. young boy's football, Australian footballer's dream. You know, look at Jordan Boss just recently now heading over mm. to Belgium. Um, you know, so Teague went overseas, Cam went overseas, Cam particularly doing incredibly well at the moment. Uh, Tilio, Callum, Aiden, Zach, potentially now Oscar. Um, but like, who's next? Is it going to be a Clayton Taylor that ends up somewhere else? Is it a um alan Havas, is it a ben gibson is it a nathan Port? like you know well it'll be some of them because we can't play <laughs> we can't play 30 blokes play a week yeah you know but again it's just about finding that balance and i think the next bit of news that you've got on the um on the run sheet there sean might help with this in the future but 
the 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 worrying thing is is it is it too late for your for your current crop of um of players? That's that's the concern. Well, of our next big bit of news is um Alex Bamiohan says no to Quakers Hill contract. <laughs> uh, big news that came across in you know, in boxes today. Um, says that a, a can of Fanta and some killer pythons is not enough to seal the deal. Jules, what's your what's your um, say on this? What's your rebuttal? Uh, look, I think that you can't listen to the press because um, <laughs> not- they do they do everything to spin a story and negotiations are still ongoing. Is all you, I'll you've say. You've always hated yeah, the media. That's yeah, exactly. That's right. It's been it's between it's between the club and the player. Um, we'll keep it at that. <laughs> uh, but, but on a different note. Um, Sorry that he's not going to be a number ten this season. Um, can't even he's always a t- he's always a ten in my eyes. Oh, there you go. But he's coming back to the club. Yeah, he is. Um, not playing though. Um, Jono, no. please talk. Uh, head of player management. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's a. Uh... I suppose that's the probably the sentiment that came out of when we were in the uh, Sky Blues chat mm. this afternoon, when the news broke uh, officially with a member exclusive email um, that everybody would have had access to. I think around five twenty-five this afternoon. But mm. for me, it looks like when I've looked at the statement and when you know, obviously we've had a chat. We had a chat to Alex about all things Sydney and also you know where he sees his future and what he's been doing in his post playing career. It seems like it's almost going to be that liaison between, uh, I guess, the players, the football club, and then also maybe the business side and the football side, um, which I think obviously he's a, with what he studied after football, um, his playing career is, is a perfect mix for him and a great person to have at the club. Um, possibly even a, a little bit of a hint of T-Max role that he used to have at the club as well. Is it about us sending players overseas for opportunities, getting money for it, or for loan, getting them, you know, experience? Is it? Is it also? Does it imply anything about him potentially recruiting players to come join us as well? Do you think that could be potentially part of his role? I think so too. I, th- I mean, again, I think it, it definitely will flow both ways, which is fantastic mm. because we can get some talent in, and he's got some great um, networks through his playing career and, and other obviously contacts that he's had um, uh, throughout um, his just general career in football. But um, that's the exciting thing for even the younger players, right? Um, you know, he's got so many contacts in the Bundesliga and that is without, well, I think it's the second or third ranked league officially in the world. So even if you're talking Bundesliga too, it's still a fantastic level of football for young players to aspire uh, to come from Sydney and go into there and um, good opportunity financially for the club as well because, like you said, um, Sean, with um, the boss situation, that broke the record. So who's to say that, you know, the likes of uh, Oscar Priestman, if he does the right thing and hopefully stays with us and, and has gets played into the squad properly, then, you know, he could be the next big thing and then, bang, he he's, finds himself in a Bundesliga 2 team. So what you're saying is, Jules, Joshua Kimmich, when? When is that what you're saying? We're going to start signing Bayern players? Is that? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Let's sign um, let's sign Lewandowski. 
Lewandowski up front. Why not? Well, Why not? Um, no, it's 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 going to be it's it's yeah it's going to be uh, great a great bit of business from the club that that link between again the business side and and the football department I think that's that's clearly going to be important and it is something that we spoke about with Baum um, back in December um, go back and have a listen mm. to that chat for sure if you want some insights into the mind of our new head of player management. Uh, I also like the fact that it includes the women's team as well. Um, yeah. and, and all, you know, all, all of the football um, departments. So fantastic stuff. Congratulations to, to Alex and, and welcome back. Finally, welcome back to the club. Good, to, mm. good stuff. Well, Jens, that brings us to the end of Around the Grounds and brings us to last Friday's first of two legs um, games, that is, uh, with a one-all draw against last year's Premiers, um, thanks to an Alfie goal, uh, thanks to a pen, one of the few we've scored this season. Uh, <laughs> and um, how do I, I don't want to sound critical. I think we played well. We certainly could have snatched the win. Uh, we were within a bee's dick on a couple of occasions um, to scoring. Um but we didn't play our best football, and that's no criticism. It gives me optimism. Is that like we're still? I think we've still got another gear or two within us. Um, so, what were your first impressions of the game, boys? Happy, content. I predicted the I, score. I actually remember what I said. I was, um, I, I was pretty happy. I, I thought uh, I found myself in the wrong city on Friday night. Unfortunately, I was in <laughs> Melbourne watching the game, um, but. Uh, I I would have liked I would have liked us to have take, taken a, a a goal lead, which I think is what we deserve from the game. To be honest, I think we probably mm. deserve to come away with a one goal lead. Um, we had a few disallowed chances, which we'll talk about in a sec. But uh, look, I I thought it was a very different game to the Wanderers game. Uh, it was a very different game, but. I thought we we did a good job of of yeah shutting shutting down their threats and really I, I guess trying to play our own game which which was good to see and um, some of the chances that we created uh, again you know on another day that's a two three one scoreline instead of one one and it'd be very different going into going into next Friday night but I'm look I'm pretty mm. content with with how it went what about you Jules Yeah I think the the best way to sum it up in an emoji would be Sydney FC. Handshake, handshake emoji. Second halves, the last five <laughs> weeks, um, we just seem to be. Oh, we're not, we're not terrible in the first half, but we're certainly um, exceptional. I think in second halves at the moment, which is a big part of, in my opinion, the success that we've had over the last month mm-hmm. and a half or so, um, and hopefully into the into the next game. And you know, dare I say it? Dare I dream? Um, the game after that. Um, because yeah, it's all the play for. They've they've set themselves up perfectly. I agree. I think we could have won. It's probably a shoulda, coulda, woulda game mm. in a lot of respects. But um, I think they can be very proud of the performance. And at the at the very least, they've set themselves up for uh, an away leg at Melbourne, where realistically this season we've had great away form. So let's see. Really turns it into a bit of a smash and grab now. Kind of takes the the mm. first game becomes redundant and it just mm. you know last week or well, the week before against Wanderers you know we we did exceptionally well going away in an elimination game 
So mm. we've got that again this week, this coming week. Go down yep. there, order play, nothing to lose. Um, how do I say it nicely? We've probably exceeded expectations at this point. Mm. Um, so all the pressure's on Melbourne, in Melbourne. Just go down there, go full throttle. And yep. if not, do some ACLs and, you know, that way... <laughs> Either Adelaide or Central Coast can can win a grand final. <laughs> <laughs> okay with. Oh dear! So when when we make the grand final and uh, Mariners do, does does that mean Danny Townsend was right? Or yes, the lizard men predicted the future. It's almost like the Simpsons in it's real like life. Part of the Stonecutters, so like a Freemason. You know, Illuminati. You know what? I was that, I was thinking about that, lads. Right? If if that's um, full disclosure, I think we've said it enough. Shit decision. Mm. Blah 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 blah. Fact is, is that if it was a Central Coast and Sydney final with where they finished, Central mm. Coast would be the home team technically. They've already been the home team in the grand finals and had to move down to Sydney because <laughs> it would have ended up at Cold Would have been there anyway. Regardless. Yeah, yeah, which is just funny, but yeah, we just got, <laughs> we just got there the wrong way, but the end result's the same. Oh, uh, shit. Well, We'll see. We'll see. There's, yeah, exactly. uh, there's a we'll bit see. of football. There's a bit of football to be played. Sean, mm-hmm. take us through um, the key men and moments uh, from Friday night, would you please? It was a kickoff um, in the first minute. <laughs> uh, no, we started off Second the game. Minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we started off the Santa game. Passes really to well. fullback. And then, uh, no, we had, we started off really well. First, you know, 15 odd minutes. Um, like you said earlier, Jonathan, we, we, we played our own game. Um, and tr- dictated the play, played a really good tempo. Um, and then, you know, Alfie was, you know, a bee's penis away from from scoring that mm. goal. Um, mm-hmm. and a lovely bit of work from Mac, but Alf was just – I'm sorry, Mac was offside, wasn't he? Um, just minusculely, um, and, and Alfie for that tap-in. Um, I think they were both offside in the end. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know – I wasn't necessarily too disappointed, you know, would have loved no. it. But I was like, okay, eighth minute, look at we're really really intelligent movement from, yeah. from both of them despite them being yeah. offside. But um, yeah. yeah. Nice combination play. And then you fast forward about <clears> minutes. And really Melbourne, the city hadn't really shown much prior to that free kick that they got and Leckie just there at the near post. But a very angled tight free kick close to the near post. Um, just didn't pick him up. I don't know who's at fault there. Red Esmo could have, should have come out, maybe judged it a wrong, but um, Leckie, you know, flicks it and glances the ball. I don't, I don't think Red has had the time. The The way it was within, he probably didn't have the time to come out all the way. Um, it was, someone just didn't pick up, like you said. Someone just didn't pick up Leckie and he, mm. he, he used Tilio as a bit of a, uh, a bit like Alfie did last week with Joe Lolly, um, just a bit of a boost and, Got his head in the right, or well, the side of his face in the right place. Um, I didn't even think Melbourne that. knew who scored. Nah, nah. Yeah. wasn't wasn't even a foul, by the way, in my opinion, to lead up to the free kick. But mm, mm. that's that's another conversation point. I mm. think but not much we can do about that. And then no. I think Melbourne started to take the ascendancy from that point in time. Um, kind of, you know, that goal was kind of against the run of play. Melbourne kind of arm wrestled the, the, the game back in their favour. But then we started to finish off the half with a bit of a, what do they call it, a strong sale, a wet sale? Um, wet sale. A, yeah. a wet sale. And if it weren't for some Tom Glover into the spider verse kind of fucking 
<laughs> Take my hat off to him. I will. I'm wearing a hat today. Um, uh, he was very good between the sticks. Um, mm. and he had some really shit back passes to deal with two or three times during the game on a side. Yeah. Not that I care too much. He's with not him happy. Too, but, but, yeah, he's antics between the goals there to save those. I uh, was at Saris and Mac and um, having to kind of save it almost behind him. Um, yeah. Again, we could, yeah, there was an opportunity to almost go 2 1 up. Mac, if, if Mac lifts that, lifts that, it's a goal. Yeah. Um, but he unfortunately just put his boot through it and it stayed low. And yeah, it, it was a great save, but really, really should have been uh, level at that point. Yeah, could have. But uh, fast forward and Alfie's goal from the spot um, after the after Anthony. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. I, I wasn't expecting Al, uh, Anthony to step up and take the take the pen, but um, but we mm. had a little bit of fortune. Sydney conspiracy. Danny just working his magic, um, and he said <laughs> to Talbot, run in and clear the ball. Uh, but it was yeah. the right decision um, under the letter of the law, um, seeing as he was the one who cleared the ball. Um, yeah, I um I, I I do have concerns, boys. If this week goes to pens. <laughs> I really, I really do. As as much as uh, as good as Red as Puppy is uh, <laughs> with his Wiggles routine, um, I don't know if we'll be able to score enough to uh, to go through. But anyway, um, uh, even Alf's pen wasn't. Oh no, it was good. It was a good pen. Oh, I thought Alf's was all right. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy guessed it was pretty good. Oh, Jules, we yeah. we you know don't... wake up, Jules. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, me up. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was a good pen, just Tommy guessed the right way, but uh, it was far enough yeah. into the corner. But um, I, I thought, you know, a few people were saying on Twitter, um, shouldn't should it not be the person to take the pen again? The pen gets gets retaken. Shouldn't should you be allowed to swap a person out? Oh, I don't know. I didn't Interesting. I don't know. Just a, well, I do. Didn't even, I don't didn't know if there is a rule there. Mm. Um, didn't even think about it. And then uh, not too long later, um, brilliant, brilliant bit of football mm. uh, between Max and onto Alfie and cuts it. Great square ball just along that kind of six-yard box for, for Grant than to do the tapping. But um, who was offside? was Alf, yeah, marginally offside. After mm. the VAR check, minuscule, but uh, enough for VAR to clearly go. Yep, he's a bit offside. So, you know, those two disallowed goals, the the Glover antics late in the first half. Um, we could have won that game. I'm not trying to be mm. angry and, and, and critical and and you know, of the of the boys, but yeah, you know, will give us a lot of um confidence and positivity going into the this Friday's game. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. I think it's um I think we've given ourselves a good platform to go forward and obviously get a result. Um, like I was saying before, I think our waveform's been a lot better than what our home form is. Um, notwithstanding obviously the flourish at the end of the season. But um no no no. It's it's a weird feeling now because you're right, Sean, we haven't got anything to lose. So I kind of am a little bit optimistic about the game now. It's it's a weird one. Yeah. Um yeah, it's a weird... Damn you, football. Damn you, yeah. football. 
Yeah, yeah with Lolly getting through about 40-odd minutes worth of work, you know, close mm. to a half, you know, shows his hamstring is, is uh, holding up. Matt came off with apparent little something or other. I think it's more just cautionary um, yeah. hamstring thing. But um, 15,000, a bit over 15,000. Not too bad. Good to see the Cove back. Beta squad there in, in full song. Um, but I think when we go down to Melbourne this week, I think we we need to score first. If we're going to get a result from the game, I don't think we should be chasing the game. I think we need to be able to score first. So we've got to we've got to take our chances and convert one or two of them. Yeah, boys. Um, any other final words on on the game? Good. No, it was good, it was good. job. <laughs> it was good. Uh, I was about to say nice for our last home game of the season. Well, technically it is. I guess at Allianz. It is. So, yeah. Yeah. No matter what happens on Friday. But uh, no, fantastic, uh, fantastic effort, really. Um, like I said, uh, I think I, I mentioned to our guest who's coming up that, um, you know, I think it's turned a lot of people's um, attitudes around, let's say, to, to the season. So, uh, yeah, no, great, great, um, great fight, good character. Yeah. yeah, two weeks in a row that we've um, conceded first and come back to it, and it's been a case a, a few times a season reminds me a bit of the away at Adelaide game as well not too long ago um SFCU votes gents uh I'll go first um Maxi three uh two for Alf and one for Rhino I'm saying two for Max two for Ryan one each for Bratz and Anthony Oh, I uh, gave Buster three, Max two, and Alf one. Very nice. Um, Saturday night saw our young fellas up against uh, Sutherland Sharks down at Seymour Shore. Um, I only recently discovered that it's actually S-H-A-W. I always thought it was S-H-O-R-E because uh, Cronulla's near the beach. But, yeah, the things you learn. A nil-all draw against Southern Sharks who are towards the bottom of the table. I think the boys and for the likes of oh, us. Oh, they're mid-table, mid-table. Mid-table. But, look, there's, 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 yeah, I think they'll be disappointed, especially with the way they played and the chances mm. that they had. They should have come all wrong, especially in the, in the you know, little bit of their recent form. They should have come away with a win there. Mm. Um, some really good chances uh, during the game. Um, probably most notably, who was it in the first half? Ben Gibson got him. Can't say it was a Gibson. Yeah, Benny got him behind. I think his touch was a little bit too heavy. Keeper came out. A uh, bit of a flurry of shots as well. I can't remember who was taking up. Was it Clayton? But uh, Jaden had a shot close to the near pose. Tough angle, but. Um, they, they dominated the, the boys, but uh, dominated Sutherland. Just couldn't get the uh, just couldn't get the chocolates, the fellas. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I'm good to see Lucas Smythe getting some more NPL That's football. The one. Sorry, Luca had two shots. I think he had a header, point blank range, and then ball bounced around a bit. I think he found himself outside of the box. He took a nice shot from outside the box, but um, yeah, disappointing. But oh well, it's one point. I'll take it. And uh, we're still sitting in sixth. Um, mixed form the last five games from the boys. One win from the last mm. five and a draw. Um, but sitting in sixth, um, only 11 points off the pace with Arpia. who have lost only one game. Of course, that was against us. Um, 
And, and you know, the likes of us in St. George continue to kind of punch above our weight, I reckon, in amongst this table of NPL teams. They do. They've got um, Mount Druid Town next week. Is that right, Sean? Yeah. We'll kick on to the, to the review. Um, or do you want to talk about, or do you want to intro Caceres for the listeners, Jonathan? Uh, let's just touch on the Mount Druid Town game. Oh. So they uh, they actually had a good win last week, I think. Mm. Uh, and they're on to, to get themselves off the bottom of the table, really. Um, they beat the Wanderers, did they? Yeah, they did, I think. Yeah. yeah might be the Wanderers. Um, Tarek Elrich uh, making Team of the Week for them. Um, but again, you, you look at the table position um, and you actually, I actually think back to the game uh I'm sure it was last. No, it was this season. We already played the Rangers uh, this season, and we we came away with the Chockeys, Sean, um, where the boys did uh, extremely well. I remember because I think the story out of that game was that Tarek Elrich had to drive down the M1 after coaching mm. the Mariners, I think, to make um, to make kickoff, uh, and he was very he was a very angry boy. Um, no, 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 you're getting confused. Sorry, just to you know, so uh, yeah. it was last season. No, no, we're just saying with last last round, Mount Druid drew with uh, the gong, with Wollongong. Oh, it, was, it was your mates, Jules, that beat the Wanderers. Ah, oh, spirit. It was the Arctic oh, the Circle. Spirit that was. Spirit. Yeah. yeah, the Arctic Circle. Would be any of the Arctic Circle. <laughs> I still haven't been. I need to go. I need to go. Overrated, that bar. So, again, again, um, it, I think with, uh, with, the men's team in the finals, obviously, you'll they'll be taking um, they'll be taking the same players that they have done um, in Sega, Gerd, and JK um, for the extended bench. So, yeah, be interesting to see what the what the lineup is for the NPL boys, and 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 just keep an eye on just keep an eye on the NPL starting lineup over the next few weeks. Like I said, because if if there's rumours that quite a few of them may have signed for other A leagues clubs, so. Um, if you start seeing some names not on the list for a few weeks in a row, that might um, that might be a bit of a giveaway. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to start seeing some of our fourteen-year-olds take their spot now. <laughs> Still score. Still score. Thirteen-year-old. Does Gus have a younger brother? Um, <laughs> a junior. Um, but yeah, best of luck to the boys. I, I reckon they'll get the chocolates over over Mount Druitt. Um, normally, I probably would say you know high scoring affair, but I reckon it will, it will be a nice neat two nil or something to that effect. Yeah, I think we'll win. I, I won't do a score prediction, but I think we'll win. Don't embarrass Three one. Three one. Hoppen Detta Park on your Saturday night for those in the area. Um before we do our very own preview of the Friday night semi-final, uh, as mentioned, we had the pleasure of Anthony Caceres' company earlier on. So we'll um, stop talking and, and let, let Cass take it away. Joining us tonight to help look ahead to the second leg of the semi-final against Melbourne City and also to share his Sky Blue story is the reigning Sydney FC Player of the Year, our very own Yugador Mahiko, Anthony Caceres. Cass, thanks for joining us tonight. <laughs> Pleasure. Thanks for the introduction also. That's all right. Great uh, pronunciation. Was there. it good? Was it good? 
Yeah, it was pretty good, man. Yeah, All right. yeah. yeah. Well, I, as long as it was your first go, that is. It was. I stole <laughs> it. I, I stole it from uh, Daniel Pena. I think I saw Daniel ah, Pena. Ah, right. Yeah. So ah, um, nice. <laughs> but mate, no. Honestly, thanks for joining us. It's been a long time coming to get you on the pod. Um, you're mm. someone that we we've wanted to have on for for quite some time, and I think. You sort of you actually joined the club around the time that Sky Blue Stories got started. Um, okay, which was which was good timing by by you. Um, but mate, you, you're coming up to 150 appearances now for Sydney FC. I think it's ninth overall on the on the all time list. You just got to hunt wow. down. Just got to hunt down Paolo and and Seb Ryle. But wow. um, the the we were talking last week, Sean and I, about your availability, and mm-hmm. you know we've got. We've got an awesome mate, um, Rowdy, that that keeps track of player stats and everything like that. And um, he's got a stat that I don't know if you're aware of this one, but and I don't want to put the mocker on you, but okay. you've, been, you've been available since you signed. You've been available for something like 145 of 156 games. Well, wow, that's impressive. See, these are the things I don't know. So yeah. the good thing that you guys do this sort of stuff, you know, because so, I, yeah. I can't keep track. <laughs> Mate, it's um, it, it, you're, you've been the most available since you signed. So touch wood, touch wood. I hope yeah, you don't, uh, yeah. don't, don't yeah. go two foot um, Jamie McLaren <laughs> or someone. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I won't do that. <laughs> but, uh, mate, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you on. So take us back. Thank it's you. been, you know, four and a half years now at the club. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you come to sign for um, for Sydney FC in, in Steve Corica's first season as head coach? Um, yeah, so time flies. You know, uh, I didn't even know how I played that many games for the club. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, time flies when you're having fun, I suppose. No, it, it came about... Um, I was at Melbourne City at the time. I had uh, returned to the A-League after spending a year in Dubai. Uh, um, yeah, joined Melbourne City for the second time. Found myself, I guess, out of favour, um, you know, for reasons that I ne- I still don't understand, but not not, not anything I'm bitter about because uh, things worked out quite well in the end. Um, so I wasn't playing and, you know, I was looking for – you know, another option because obviously as a footballer, you just want to play. Um, everything else is secondary after that. Um, lucky enough, you know, I got a call from Bimbi one day and, you know, he, he seemed uh, very keen on signing me. Um, and, you know, I didn't hesitate. Uh, money wasn't an issue. I'm pretty sure I came, you know, on close to minimum wage just because I wanted to uh, – you know, get out of the situation I was in and, and play for Sydney. Um, so I was over the moon when I got the call from him. Immediately, you know, uh, first impressions of Bimbi was that he was a fantastic guy. Um, and that's really hard to come by in football. Mm. Um, so that was a really good good sign uh, from the start. And, you know, as soon as I joined the, the club, I, I felt at home. I was familiar with a few of the boys already. And, uh, you know, I, I guess my ambitions and the club's ambitions aligned and I kind of felt that I found a place where I could be appreciated in my career for the first, yeah. you know, time I, I felt. Well, you're a, you're a Sydney boy. Um, mm. You played juniors with Mark Cody, is that right? Yeah, that's right. For the Marconi. bulk of my juniors, yeah, five bulk years, juniors, six years. You, you ended up at the Mariners um, early yeah. on, actually in their in their championship winning year as well. I think you're on the bench for that one. Did, did, did yeah, you get on the was, pitch though? Did you? No, I didn't. That was my first year as a professional. I think I made it like five or so appearances that season. Um, and you know, I was just happy to sit on the bench that game yeah, and take yeah. it all in. To be honest, yeah, and you're we beat young. the one. 
one there is to make it in there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I remember um I remember a goal that you scored for the Mariners actually. It must have been in your second season um where you mm-hmm. you beat a few players and then ended up just bombing one from outside the box. Um was that your was that your first professional goal or Yeah, yeah, it was. It was uh, against Newcastle in the famous F3 derby, yeah. Um yeah, I never thought that a goal like that would be my first professional goal. So I completely lost my it's, mind when I went when, in. Yeah, when someone says Anthony Caceres, that's the goal that I I think about. It's um yeah, it's it's often a forgotten one to be honest. When yeah. you know you talk to people, but um, it's one of my favorites. Absolutely beautiful. Well, Anthony, take your mind back to last Friday night, uh, the first of mm-hmm. our two games. Uh, you'd be hard pressed to find a Sydney FC fan who wasn't happy or at least very content. With the result yeah. of the performance, uh, could you t- tell us a little bit how the, the fellas were feeling after the game, and and what kind of what kind of were the biggest takeaways take out of that game? Yeah, no, that's pleasing to hear. Um, you know, we share similar sentiment about the result. Um, obviously, we went behind after I feel we had you know the the better chances before they scored. Um, but. You know, with our form heading into the game, having beat the Wanderers previously, we were full of confidence that we can get back into the game no matter what. Um, so, you know, the fact that we have that character and we found, you know, this this drive and fire in us at an important part of the season is really encouraging. Um, and I feel that we grow when we have the toughest challenge in front of us. Mm. Um, and so, you know, we go into the next game full of confidence, really, because I thought we had the best chances of the game. We narrowly um, didn't score because of offsides. Mm. Um, and, you know, I felt that we kept their biggest threats away from our goal um, for the bulk of the game. So, the you know, I think we just take the same attitude into the next game and we're, we're confident now in our structure and our ability that we can, you know, get a result. Yeah, without jinxing it, um, Jamie McLaren, like he almost didn't exist mm-hmm. on the pitch. You guys did such a brilliant job shutting him down and nullifying yeah. him. Um, what's the vibe like at training this week leading into the second game? Yeah, it's positive, you know, uh, real positive. The energies that are high, everyone's kind of feeding off each other's, uh, you know, positivity. Um, and we, we're training with a spring in our step. Um, we didn't have that early in the year, but it, it's really encouraging and pleasing to have it now. Um, so yeah, we're really enjoying it at the moment and, you know, we enjoy playing these sort of games. This is the type of games where the club thrives, um, players and fans alike. So we're, we're looking forward to it, no doubt. I think you've just pretty much summed up how the season is in, in a mm-hmm. way, how it's been almost up and down, a bit of a funny season in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, we've obviously had big highs of returning to Allianz, but struggled with our home form and then, um, Finishing off the season fantastic and finishing up in fifth, um, being in the finals, yeah. taking on Wanderers and beating them on their home ground, which was, I'm sure, sweet for the fans as, as much as it was for the players. Mm-hmm. Um, and then holding on for the draw against Melbourne City. And I think holding on is probably a bit of a, a not a correct term. I think we would mm. great value potentially for even a win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, how do you, uh, summing all that up, how would you best describe the season and how has it been for you um, and I guess the players being in the middle of it all? Yeah, it's it's been it's been challenging, I'm not gonna lie, you know, because we try to implement a new style of play and we didn't get it right. Um, 
you know, we didn't get it right. I don't know why. I don't know if it didn't suit us or if we, we as a group didn't buy into it. Um, but, you know, on the back end of the season, we tweaked things uh, to suit us more. Uh, credit to the coaches for that. They identified, um, you know, what we had to do to get the, I guess, our players firing. And we've really come together and everyone's bought in and we're all on the same page, pulling in the same direction. Um, obviously, it's a bit disappointing early on that, you know, we returned to Allianz and we have this amazing stadium. Fans are turning up in good numbers and we couldn't deliver performances and results that we all desired. But, um, you know, in saying that, there were tremendous highs this year, you know, beating the Wanderers at their ground twice. Mm-hmm. Um especially the last one, it kind of made up for all those lows that we did have. The fact that it was in a final, I don't think this would be forgotten. Mm. Um, you know, this is uh, the biggest the biggest derby that we've had in, in, I think, you know, the history of the Sydney derbies. It's the most important one. Um, we did it at their ground to make it even sweeter. And so, you know, the the most important part of the season is still ahead of us. Um, the The early part... We can somewhat dismiss at this point because it's almost irrelevant to what we're trying to achieve now, um, and so we're full of optimism to you know hopefully achieve uh, something great this year. If we do, it would be you know uh, a shock to most people. I think um, no one expected us to go go into this part of the season with the momentum that we do have, um, and I'm sure you know a lot of people had ridden us off before before this semi-final. So we uh, we thrive on that, I guess, um, you know, on proving people wrong. And, yeah, we're just uh, energetic and, you know, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves, obviously. There's a lot of work to do. City are a great mm. side, but um, we can be confident in our ability to give them a good fight. I think you've touched on there as well, and I, I share that, um, that feeling, I guess, is, um, like you said, it's almost like that result in a way, did feel like it, it sort of released a lot of pressure. I think even from the fans' yeah. shoulders mm-hmm. a little bit as well. I don't know, if, uh, you know, I think we've talked about it at length on the pod, but I just felt like my energy for the season was just renewed just with that one result. And mm-hmm. it is a big, it's a big game, obviously, so natural. Yeah. But um, yeah, I agree. I think it was, it just sort of was like a turning point almost, even though we're sure. in the final series. But mm-hmm. um, just going back to obviously the changing system, like you said, in terms of from a player's perspective, is that is that a difficult thing to sort of navigate when you've gone from one system, obviously for the last probably two, three years under Bimby, um, and then mm-hmm. probably the some of the players that have been there even longer than yourself have been in a very similar system under under Graham Arnold, mm-hmm. and then changing that completely. How, how difficult is that, I guess, for, as a playing group to navigate? Um, it is difficult. I think, I think uh, one of the difficulties we faced was, you know, a change in personnel. We had a lot of new players come in. Mm. Um, they had to adapt to a new country, a new club, wherever they came from, and that in itself is not easy. Um, I think if we had changed system, say, you know, two years ago with the group that had been there for several years already, it would have been a much swifter transition because everyone knew each other really well um you held each other accountable without i guess you know any any consequence um and so you know the timing 
I guess, would have been a challenge. But I think it was something that we had to look to do. You know, to stay on top, you've got to try to evolve. Um, you can't keep doing the same thing forever because you become predictable. And so, you know, we, we tried something new and um, it didn't work initially, but, you know, we tweaked it and now we're reaping rewards from, you know, reflecting on, on what we had done and, and, you know, improving. So I think uh, we're in a good place now. We have clear understandings of our roles and our responsibilities and there are non-negotiables in place um, that we need to follow. And that is, a, you know, for me, a key component of being successful as a team. Um, if you want to win silverware, you you got to do what you got to do. Um, if you, I guess, are looking for a lot of freedom or something like that, then you might not be playing for Sydney FC. You know, you need to play somewhere where you don't have so much responsibility. Um, but we're aware of, you know, our responsibilities to carry this club to where it needs to be. Yeah, absolutely. Individual job for the collective goal, I think. Like- exactly. The yeah. number one thing, yeah, uh, I agree. Sure. Man. That's that's yeah, that's music to to my ears. And you can see that you can definitely see that there's been some tweaks. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily that we you, you know obviously have to talk about it because they stay in house and and all that sort of stuff. But you can <laughs> yeah, see yeah, you, know, <laughs> you you can see you can definitely <laughs> see this the the some of the tweaks that you've had. Um, Going back to a couple of, you've already managed to to jab them a couple of times in the face um, during mm-hmm. this chat. But Western Sydney Wanderers, um, <laughs> when we interviewed Broski a while back, and mm-hmm. he's mentioned it a couple of times, even in mm-hmm. you know just conversations that we've had with him, when we asked him who would take on the mantle of being you know the Wanderers hater, I guess um, so to speak, <laughs> he was proudly had that title for such a long time. <laughs> yes, he it mentioned is, yeah. your name, which we, mm. we, at first, to be honest, we were a bit like, oh. Okay, with you know, such a nice guy, such a good temperament. <laughs> we didn't think, oh, surely not, surely not AC. But how accurate is that? Do you think? No, it's pretty accurate. To be fair, like, <laughs> I love it. You know, yeah, like Broski knows me pretty well. Um, so yeah, he definitely saw something, I guess, back in the day. Um, but it's funny because I'm sitting here in Western Sydney right now doing this interview <laughs> in, in my home. <laughs> But, you cost know, of living, CFC, mate. Cost of living. Yeah, yeah. Sydney, <laughs> Sydney FC it. isn't just uh, the East. You know, Sydney FC was the first club. And, you know, I'll go to the local cafe here and there's fans um, that wish me luck every game. And, you know, um, that's all amazing to see. But, yeah, I guess when the Wanderers came, you know, into the league, I was playing for the Mariners at the time. Mm. And the thing that didn't sit right with me was – you know, I hear people yelling out from the stands and it was people I went to school with telling me off. And I'm like, hold on a second, mate. You've never watched football before. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here? And, you mm. know, since then I was like, oh, yeah, something's off here. Mm. And um, obviously once I joined Sydney, then, you know, well and truly, um, yeah, they're, they're the rivals. Um, and, yeah, I guess Broski was onto something. Not much more to add, really. Just, <laughs> we just, um, we just, we just better make sure that we treat Anthony with uh, respect, boys. So that doesn't, so that doesn't yeah, change. But that's nothing to do with yeah. poor Cass. So I'll leave, I'll leave him out of that. <laughs> well, Anthony, you know, if anyone who follows you on the socials, and and of course, uh, Mrs. Caceres as well, you know, you've got a, a very much growing <laughs> family at the moment. Mm. Um, a, a second one has joined the team, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, yep, what's, that, right. what's, that, 
what's it like, um, you know, having to juggle being a professional footballer and very much a professional dad with this uh, growing family? Yeah, it's tough, eh? I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, the girls have, are full of energy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so there are days where you're knackered and you come home and you continue running around and stuff like that. But I guess since I've become a father, it's given me, you know, more purpose in what I do. Um, you know, I have a deeper desire to succeed in football and, you know, they, they really fuel, I guess, my drive to perform every week. Um, you know, that aside, it's just amazing being a father, to be honest. You know, I love every second of it. Um, they're always happy and ener energetic and, yeah, they just bring, you know, bring you more life, I suppose. Um, so it's been great. It's been tough. Some days, you know, you're tired and stuff like that. And luckily enough, my missus is great. You know, she, uh, does the bulk of stuff around the house. Um, and she was a footballer, so she understands I need a rest and things like that. Um, but yeah, it's been great. You know, family's growing. They, they come to every game. I'm just happy I get to play, in, um, you know, at Allianz with them in the stands every second week. So it's something that we'll remember for always. Maybe a son might be the next edition, you know. Yeah, we're knocking them out quite fast. <laughs> so, you know, maybe the son will come along real quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, with your time at the club, Anthony, probably what does uh, what stands out the most for you with your experience playing for you know the greatest club that there has ever been in the A League? The yeah, the thing that I love is the winning mentality that that we have. Where I felt it when I first came to the club, the expectations always to win. And that makes you a better player. I feel that since I've come to the club, I've I'm on my way to finding the best version of myself. I think I've uh, you know, been pretty consistent, but I still think I've got a lot more to give to this club. Um that's that's the thing that I really love. You know, it's and it's a real family. Uh the boys, the the coaching staff, everyone gets along so well. And everyone tries to lift each other up, no matter the circumstances. Um, so that that to me is the most pleasing thing that that we have. Absolutely. As a uh, as a midfielder, AC, what's your preferred playing style, and has um, and how does it contribute to the uh, team's overall strategy? Do you think? Yeah, I've always considered my my strength to be what I do with the ball. Um, you know, over time, I've added a lot of other attributes to my game, uh, defensively especially. Um, and I think because of this, I've become, you know, I guess a player that can play multiple positions. And, you know, often enough, not my preferred one, um, just because, you know, I can kind of slot in and do a job in multiple multiple roles. Um, ideally, you know, I'm an attacking midfielder. Um, and, you know, I feel... You know, I move naturally in that position, especially centrally. Uh, I probably played, you know, as a wide player coming in for the bulk of the time I've been at the club, which initially took, you know, some getting used to. But I feel that, um, especially last season, I really, you know, made that position my own. Um, this year, I've kind of, you know, floated um, around, you know, I think I've played five positions in total. So I've never really, you know, settled into one this year, um, which was a bit tricky with the change of formation at the start of the year. But um, now I'm kind of playing that wide role, um, which I do get to kind of drift and get on the ball and, you know, try to make things happen. Um, but also I think... 
Sorry, would you say yeah, sorry, go on. a bit more of a deeper role this year? Yeah, yeah, I think um, I think Bimbi looked to use me there quite often. Um, you know, funny enough, I've made the most tackles in the team. I never thought I'd you know, have that sort of stat. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, it's just been yeah, a top of year where I've had to... Fucking socks up. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, the stat's got to be wrong, I reckon, because he gets around the pitch quite well. Um, Slowly. But... Yeah, yeah, but you know the app says so, so whatever, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> yeah, you gotta take it. Yeah, yeah, but um, yes, I guess you know I'm a player that Bimbi kind of trusts to to do multiple roles, and I guess that's a compliment in itself. Yeah, um, but of, of late, yeah. of late with uh, Lolly not starting, we've seen you mm. kind of interchange a bit with Max. You know, Max starting out on the mm. left, and he'll drift into the middle and you probably have that little bit of a connection going, all right, I'll, I'll go fill that space. So, yeah, that little bit of rotation with Max and yourself of late. And it yeah. has, has happened at different times this season too when he's played out wide. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think like Max kind of has that free free role in behind the striker um, where defensively he has to defend as one of the front two, whereas my responsibility defensively is to, you know, stay wide and kind of, Track the fullback bombing on, um, which makes it a little bit tricky to make your way into the middle at times uh, because you don't want to ignore the defensive responsibilities. I think that's been key to us in this good run of form is that everyone actually collaborates well in the defensive role. Um, so look, wherever I'm needed to, you know, play for the benefit of the team, I'm more than happy to do. Absolutely. Very I think that's it? the. I think the big the big thing there as well is maybe and. I don't know, this is the observer mm-hmm. um, from the outside looking in is the transitional moments I feel like have just been so much sharper the last probably four or five yeah. weeks. Mm. Like those moments that you're talking about, AC, where you are obviously still going to be mindful and, and mm-hmm. sort of cutting off passing lanes. But then when we quickly get out, that that transition, especially between you and, and Maxi, it's been great because you are, I guess, sort of interchange where he can freely play a little bit wider, you can too, yep. and obviously you can play in behind both of you. So it's kind of been almost like a match made in heaven um, with you two interchanging, in my opinion, anyway. Yeah, and you know, also the the tweak in formation has allowed us to break more fluently. Mm. Um, we're all closer together, therefore we have options when we do win the ball, and we're not so isolated. You know, early in the year, yeah. you receive the ball. You felt kind of isolated. You had to take touches unnecessarily and wait for mm. people to kind of come mm. and support you. Whereas now we're much closer. We can break together as a team. And I feel that that's, you know, really helped us. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, Cass, as we said in the intro, um, last year you you picked up a couple of awards at the Sky Blue Ball, which was brilliant to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and a stellar year for, for yourself. Did, did it feel that way to you, even though the team wasn't, probably performing at, you know, at its peak, obviously, but you individually, did you feel that was the best year that you'd had as, as a professional so far? Uh, yeah, individually, it probably was. Um, you know, it's hard to say because these days we look at, at statistics so much, mm. you know, statistically, yeah, it was my best year. And, and you know, I managed to, I guess, grab a few headlines because I scored a few goals or whatever. But, you know, in years gone past, I've I've put in some, I feel anyway, some performances that kind of just went unnoticed because you don't score. 
Yeah. I don't know. It feels like these days we have a real reactionary way of viewing the game. You jump on a live score, you see who scored. All right, great. <laughs> he did amazing. Yeah. Um, and so it's hard to say, really. I was I was satisfied with my personal output last year. Um, I could say that, you know, I, I left everything on the field every game. Um, and that's kind of become, you know, second nature these days. Obviously, we finished eighth, which... Is, is not good for Sydney, but like it's not good. And, you know, it was a tough year because you, you forget that we played every three days with a depleted squad, having to cramp games in before we went to Vietnam for the Champions League. You know what I mean? So it was extremely taxing on a lot of us. You know, we went over to Vietnam. I think I played three 90-minute games in six days, something outrageous. And, yeah, it was just we didn't have, you know, players available to deal with the schedule, um, but, you know, not to make excuses, obviously, because we should be, you know, more, I guess, capable of handling, you know, the, the season. Um, mm. We did underperform. And, yeah, I guess this year we're looking to rectify that by going as far as we can. I think, well, yeah, I was about to say, I think we've taken a step forward this year, which is which absolutely has been good, mate, which has been yeah. good. Um, mate, you're you're currently signed on for next year still, next mm-hmm. season at this stage. Yes, yes. Would, would, would you like yes. to extend, or are you someone that's going to wait a little bit and, and see how things pan out? Where's your head at at the moment? I don't see myself, you know, going anywhere unless it's a ridiculous financial offer that can yeah. uh, benefit my family. Change your life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's got to be life changing because. Yeah. You know, we've got everything we're after at the moment. Um, home city, families around. You know, I love the club. Um, yeah, it, I've, I've spent, you know, a few years kind of in football looking for where I belong and I think I found it. I think I'm appreciated here um, you know, amongst my teammates. And, yeah, and, you know, the fans, obviously, they treat me really well. So, uh, yeah, it's going to take something really, really big to, yeah. you know, kind of catch my eye. Yeah, so I'm very, very happy. Yeah, good to hear. You've mate. got a um, babysitting options as well. You know, with the, yeah, with that, that's a lifesaver. That one. Yeah, that's that's the most important thing we have. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, before I let Sean uh, pick on you with a few quick fire questions, mate, mm-hmm. what um, what message would you like to send uh, send Sydney FC fans through the pod uh, and the supporters? I guess who have you know we've been pretty encouraging all all through the year and. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, have you got a message that you'd like to to send out to those guys and girls? No, obviously, you know, the playing group are extremely grateful to the fans that come every week. You get to know fans after the game when you go around and say hello. Um, You see the same people that are there every (laughs) week. And no, it it means a lot because it's not easy to, to do that. You know what I mean? You invest your time and your money to come watch us play. And the boys understand that because a few many of us are the same you know you've had players that are at the club for years and years um and we're extremely proud to be representing the club um we feel privileged we're not often able to say the way we do feel about representing it but um i can tell you that there are a lot of boys that really care for the club and want the club to be at the top of the league always um and so you know i guess people could can take comfort in knowing that the the team and the club strive to be the best that we can every week. Um, you know, sometimes we don't achieve it, but 
everything is, I guess, part of the journey and a learning curve. Um, but the ultimate goal is to be at the top where we belong and where we have been, you know, numerous times. Um, so, yeah, just uh, obviously thank you for the support this year. As always, it's actually a pleasure for myself individually to play back at Allianz. I've never played there as a Sydney mm. player until this season. And it's, um, you know, back in the day, I always enjoyed playing there as an away player. But now it's really special to play there wearing the Sydney shirt. So, yeah, just, um, yeah, embracing the journey. And hopefully we can achieve, you know, great things together. Yeah. Good man. Perfect. So many people are happy that we're not at Cogger anymore. Yeah, no, I hated that joint by the end. Yeah. <laughs> Could have been good for me. It's five minutes up the road, but oh well. I can maybe yeah, Leon's much better. Yeah. Uh, just a few quick fire questions for you, Anthony, before you go. Um, don't think too much about these. Uh, just, sure. Just ab lib, be natural, and whatever comes off the top of your head. So, um, go on. All right. So, Big Blue or Derby? Derby. Who's the funniest in the team? Donicky. Ooh. Biggest pest in the team. Donks again. <laughs> uh, who's the stingiest? Oh shit! Now you get caught out if you're stingy, so no one can afford to be. <laughs> You've got uh, a mortgage now, mate. Come on. Yeah. Nah, yeah, nah. Still, the boys don't let you be stingy, mate. <laughs> uh, who's the uh, worst dressed? Uh, Kachowski. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's the best dressed? Best dressed. Um, Don't say retro, please. I was going to. <laughs> yeah, it's retro. I don't know if it's his hair that makes me say that, but he's, a he's handsome the first guy that comes to mind. Yeah, it's, it's all the metal. It's all the metal t-shirts that he wears. Yeah, he <laughs> that's ex- yeah, exactly. Big ACDC fan, retro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who's your? What's your favorite cheat meal or like guilty pleasure when it comes to food? Uh, pizza. Uh, El Jana or Frangos? Frangos. Uh, most embarrassing moment on oh. the field? Missing the pen last game. Oh, it's the freshest oh. one. We weren't going to mention it. Can you guys practice that in the off-season? We haven't been too fresh up. I don't know if it counts as a miss if it's retaken, though. Yeah. True, uh, true, true. Past, past I wasn't that embarrassed yeah. because Alfie scored it. So. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, um, Past or present player that you'd love to play with? At Sydney, or you mean uh, anything? Every yeah. Oh, Maradona, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, if you weren't a footballer, what would you be? Loser. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, no, nah, really, I don't know. Honestly, I talk about this with my missus all the time, and I've got no other skills. So I'd like, I'd like to be a musician. Put it that way. I love nice. music, so I would have tried. Yeah. And uh, Sophia or Sienna. Oh, wait, who put that on the run sheet? No, no, why'd you put that on the run sheet, mate? That's okay. well, no, that That's wasn't terrible. Me. That's Helen, terrible. Helen, he said Helen, he said Helen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the right answer. Uh, thank you, Anthony. Uh, okay. uh, Cass, mate, thank you. Thanks so much for giving up uh, some of your time on, on a Tuesday night, mate. We really appreciate it. And and pass on uh, pass on our best and all of our, our listeners' best to the team for, um, for Friday night uh, down at Amy Park. Uh, it's going to be a great game, I think. You know, I think that, like we just said, we've we've taken a step forward, and the and the last mm-hmm. four or five weeks has been, you know, really enjoyable to watch from from a fan perspective, mate. So so thanks for your your individual performances, and but also the team. The team's done a, a great job of um of of making up for some lost ground. So well done, mate. 
Uh, thank you very much. <clears throat> Thanks for the encouraging words and, you know, it's been refreshing to have a chat with you guys. Um, so thanks for, you know, getting me away from being a father for a good <laughs> 20 minutes. <laughs> but um, no, thanks now. for having me on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Thank you. And we're back. Absolutely awesome interview with Anthony. I've been meaning to get Anthony on the pod for a long, long time. He's been one of my favourites ever since he joined us uh, from City. Magic um, Ben. Yeah, so he's he's been mm. a good form this year. Uh, on the back of what was a great season last season. Um, and uh, he'll be instrumental for us coming into this Friday's game. Uh, hopefully a cast goal, if not a, at least a cast penalty. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. No, absolutely wonderful chat. We're very grateful for his time. And, um, yeah, so, boys, speaking of Friday, this 19th of March, this year, uh, not at Allianz Stadium, as I put on the run sheet, is actually at Amy Park. <laughs> In this kitchen, entirely <laughs> located entirely within this run sheet. Seven forty-five. We've got the second leg. In, in what it really is, because of how last Friday panned out, it's an elimination final. Um, mm. Both teams go in on equal equal pegging. You know, it was a draw. There's no away goal rule, so it will be a massive game. Um, understandably, Melbourne will go in as favourites. They're playing at home in front of their. I think they'll be have their six fans now. I think they'll double, <laughs> double in size uh, from mm. what they've had um, up at uh, Allianz last Friday. We'll uh, outsing them anyway. Absolutely, um, and you know, hats off to any of any any Sydney FC fans, supporters, Cove, etc., going down there um, to what is a pretty shitty town. Really, Melbourne. Uh, I don't like the place. At People all. get tased there. I have tased and mugged. I'll never go there again. Um, boys, wow. thoughts, feelings of this game. Thoughts on the lineup. You what know. do we need to do? What do we need to do different? Be Nothing. on side. Be on side, Jules. Apart from being on side. Apart, apart from that, but I think they uh, I truly believe nothing. I think. I think we've. Just keep this this momentum going. This belief that seems to have somehow mm. crept into the side over the last five six weeks. Um, I'm not sure how it started, but I reckon it's been inject, injected, into injected into. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's that uh, fuck yeah, Johnny Steve, fuck yeah, jo- Johnny fuck yeah. That's it. <laughs> Best um, name ever. What a, yeah, it is incredible. Um, yeah, maybe it's him. I don't know what it is, but yeah. Injected into the veins, wherever you need to do it, into the ass. Um, <laughs> Between whatever's the gonna work the, Yeah, whatever's going to work the quickest. Um, <laughs> no, it's. I honestly don't think we need to change anything. Our approach to the game should be exactly the same. Um, like Sean said, you know, could could very well be just a smash and grab job, nothing to lose. Let's just go out there and and nab the result. We have to score first, absolutely. I think I think that I don't mm. I don't want to be chasing a game. Although you know we've shown some really good character in, in chasing a game and, and uh, trying to you know level and score and be on parity on the scoreboard. So, mm. um, any thoughts, boys, in terms of? I'm, I'm predicting or... I'm predicting beast mode from Bratz again. I think oh, um, yeah. I think he'll he'll in the back of his mind he'll want to make up for the grand final red card. Um, a couple of years ago now, um, just before he did his ACL, I think he'll. I think that'll be driving him, and that'll be burning into his into his soul. 
but um, he'll he'll want to put in a massive performance against him there and uh, against his old club and 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 get us to another granny. So I'm expecting him to go to go beast mode. And um, I'm uh, what is this confidence? What is this confidence that? Thanks for um, with hope. You're only oh, yeah. Oh, no, but uh, again though, like I'm. I'm I'm not like I'm not fast. I know I just get the feeling that it it it's going to be a close game. I I like the fact that it's an elimination. I just you know they weren't that good last week. Um, and maybe we didn't make them look that good or didn't let them be that good. But you know they they won the prem quite easily. But I think they did a lot of that work earlier in the season when a few teams were you know maybe not at their best. So I um I'm I'm with you, Jules. I don't think there's much we, we sort of need to change. Um mm. except except maybe stay on side. That'd be great. Um they're certainly yeah, yeah they're not immortal, are they? Um they their no. form in the back half or the back quarter of the season wasn't crash hot. Um I think they were more well, like trying to outscore teams. Um Although I think I think I heard they Sean, they haven't lost at Amy this season, I think. Oh yeah, I think that. I think since last year, but there right? was like a, one of the last rounds last year. Okay. Um. Yeah, they haven't lost in over just sorry, just under well, a year. We've we've only got a draw with them and then beat them on pen. See, so that's all right. There you go. <laughs> Done. Um. Yeah, Shawnee, what are you? What are you? Are you do you have, do you have your newfound confidence on or? Yeah, I'm going in there cautiously optimistic. Uh, I, I think whether the win tight or they'll just they'll go beast mode and really kind of. I have a, like we played really well on Friday. Don't get me wrong, but I also feel like maybe Melbourne subconsciously were leaving a little bit in the tank, knowing that they can just go back to Melbourne, back to their home ground, put a show in front of their six or seven fans. And Aiden O'Neill was Aiden O'Neill was rested. Aiden, yep, the, yeah, he was rested, and, and you know, um, why wouldn't you when you've got a second game? Had Naboot on the bench. Naboot on the bench, so they're a stacked team. I can I can see J Mac going. All right, I'll make up for last Friday's you know absence, so to speak, and just you know go a bit nuts. But look, the the boys like they'll have the natural pressure of the game of wanting to win, but all the expectations on Melbourne, so just keep yeah. riding that. Hundred percent. Um, you know, we've already kind of over exceeded based on this season's performances, not in terms of club goals, but um, I'm I'm quietly I... confident we can get the win. I'm I'm just curious what will happen with the with some of the personnel on the field in terms of Lolly getting 11 minutes against Wanderers, 40 minutes last week. Do we see him mm-hmm. starting this week? Would you reckon he might just kind of you know leave a leave a Ferrari in the garage to you know wheel him out? <laughs> You know, I, second half. He looked he looked a lot better, didn't he, um, boys? He looked a lot better with, with some of the movement and chances that he made, but he's certainly not a hundred percent. A bit like Robbie Mack being nursed through. I think. Um, I, I I don't think Steve will change the the lineup. I think he'll keep it as is. Um, and, and I thought Retro was a bit ordinary against Wanderers, but I thought he had a good game on Friday night. He did. He did. He was alright. Yeah, I thought he was good. Yeah. No, he did. Um, Cass was very good. Um, again, mo- most of them were, were quite good. I think Jack uh, Rodwell got caught with a ball a couple of times. But, oh, yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. He got... His hand went up straight away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
but um, but we got got away with it. Uh, so I, I think we could see the same lineup. Um, I think we actually see the same result, boys. It goes to extra time and um, bottom goal. No, we'll, uh, we'll win it from there. I think. Yeah. I think we'll win it from there. Well, yeah, probably the longer that it stays nil all, um, the better it is for us. But in saying that, we need to be the first to score. That might not necessarily be in the first half, the first quarter of the game, but yeah, we need to. We'll be- score. I, I reckon we're, we're, we'll guarantee we'll score. I just don't know how many we can keep them to. That's that's going to be a challenge um, down there, but because um, they'll just go into their, like you said, Sean, their comfort zone there at at Amy and um, do what they've been doing. So, yeah, bring it on. Bring Can't it on. Wait. Uh, score Can't prediction, lads. I just gave mine away, so I reckon it'll be one-one. Uh, extra time, and we'll we'll win. We'll win on pens just to uh, just to just to make up for the rest of the season penalties. Lafonda um, scored the goal. There you go. Um, three two after extra time win. Oof. Two all leading into extra time. That'll be stressful. We, That'll be we stressful. score eighty. We score eighty ninth minute equaliser, nice. and a hundred and thirteenth minute Oof. winner. Okay. That's very specific. <laughs> the lizard men. The lizard yes, men. The lizard men. Danny Townsend taking. He's already told please. you. He's already told you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm Sean? saying a two-one loss. Ah, oh, God, you're the no. worst. Come on. Why are you so? Why are you so negative, man? Why are you like this? Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's uh, that's where everyone is entitled to their opinion. Some people are. Some people's opinions are just wrong. Prove um, me wrong, boys. Prove me wrong. <laughs> so, I think that's worked the last few weeks. Um, very, very, uh, very exciting times. And yeah, look, uh, like I said, I think we. we I, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna be happy as long as we don't get our pants pulled down. You know, four yeah. or five nil. I think I'll be yeah. pretty, pretty happy, pretty content with um with what goes on. But I just, I just get the feeling, boys, that um next week won't be our our season sign off. I feel like, no. I feel like we've got another couple of weeks in us from a podcast. Not done yet, as the tagline has been. Not done yet. I think so. I think so. Uh, sh- shall we move on? Yeah, heroes and villains. Oof. Where do we want to start? <laughs> well, I, I mean, we're all so eager. I, I, yeah. You haven't really thought about it, have you? No. It did, did. I was hoping you guys went first, and then I was just going to copy you. <laughs> um, but that's all right. But that's all right. Um, why don't you? Why don't you go first, Sean? You never go first. Why don't you go first? No, I never go first. Well, uh, mm. I'll just go with whatever it is on the fucking run sheet. So. Uh, let's go for my uh, my hero of the week. Uh, my hero of the week. Uh, oh, look. I could say ABJ. I could say you know. Mm. Uh, oh, but I'm going to say for those. Uh, you know, I'm going to say for the Cove. Um, you know. Standing by their morals and their principles, fuck what all everyone was saying online, and you know, like, <laughs> that shitty hate and, and just crap and trolling and bullshit. You know, it is Twitter, it is a cesspool. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt, of course, and no doubt they do. But then to rock up on Friday night, be back in full swing, back in full voice, 
Um, it was absolutely wonderful to hear. So, um, and the, and the support, and you know, and then and then likewise, any one of them who go down there on Friday night uh, for Friday night's game. So yeah, the Cove are my heroes this week. And uh, Julian, can we Let's get, go. get a bit of fooies going for you? So I'm actually going to tack on to one of your potentials for Hero of the Week, and that's ABJ. Um, welcome back to the club, Bomb. Um, I think it's a great appointment. I could probably even give it a little bit of a shout-out to the club in general for creating the position, um, which I think Alec, Alec is, uh, Alex has uh, definitely brought them on the journey um, about why that's needed. Um, mm. And um, I'm so glad that Santo and, and obviously the anybody involved in the decision making at the club, yeah, well um, has decided well that that yeah, it's a great it's a great addition, and um, here's to a really long and successful tenure in that in that role. Yeah, we we have a pop at we we do have a pop at the club when we think they're not doing the right thing, and and they've they've certainly mm. done the right thing here. Um, so 100%. Um, it's a brave decision as well because it's. Uh, mm. It's a position that they haven't, you know, they haven't had someone in this type of role for a while. Um, but I think in terms of the culture and and you know, I guess again the financial elements of of football, I think this is a really really important position. And yeah, no better man for the job, Jules, like you said. Mm-hmm. Don't know. All right, turn for a bit of Enrique, and yeah, you're, you're up. I can be your hero. I reckon you should just sing it next time, Sean. Just, uh... <laughs> I'm more of a Julio Iglesias. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> that does not uh, surprise me at all. Thanks to <laughs> um, Hero of the week is uh, Anthony Caceres, um, hey. who, who may have missed a penalty, <laughs> may have missed a very important penalty. He also won the penalty, let's not forget. Um, but mm. for taking the piss out of himself during our interview for um, <laughs> the most embarrassing moment, I thought that was uh, that was very good. But um, but also, hero to say um, to say thanks for coming on in a very important week, obviously. And uh, again, we always we always very much appreciate any players coming on and having a chat to us. So, um, AC. All right, I'll kick off with my reptile wins. My reptile. reptile uh... Honourable mention goes to your photoshopping skills, Jonathan. Oh, Jesus. Uh, that, that, well, to be that, fair, like that was a screenshot of a moving... I think that was thing. a cape. Was it a cape? It was, yeah. Did you look on Instagram or...? No. Why, why did you steal um, it not no, give look, credit to the, the original? It looked better on Instagram. Uh, no. No, 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 that was terrible. Uh, but no, no, I felt like saying the club social media again for that terrible, like, what's your, what's your playlist before the game? Like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, they did that on purpose just because you, 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 you gave them the all, week off last week. It's all, it's all shit music anyway. <laughs> um, but like, oh, just a few dickheads on, on Twitter. Like, I don't know why I buy into them, but I, I couldn't help but buy it at one bloke. They today. live rent free in your, in your head. Uh, just like this one bloke today. Jules, I think you'd vomit at um, this bloke wants a green Sydney FC kit. I just I've already got I've got He's one. got a goalkeeper one. Oh the goalkeeper goal, goal, like playing kit. Like goalkeepers don't count. Oh. They, don't, they don't really play really, do they? Um 
I mean, the other 10 blokes who do most of the work. Um, and anybody still whinging about the, the the front sponsor being the star. Okay, yeah, it's gambling. But, you know, they've got the Lyric Theatre. So just chill out. Um, there's good shows there. I think they're playing Mamma Mia there at the moment. So look, mm. um, you know, just if, if you're not a fan of the kit, there's plenty of other apparel you can buy. Maybe you're a fan of Kennard Storage, so you can get that on. Um, if not, buy an old, buy mm. one of the great old kits, particularly Adidas. Mm. Retro get kits, a, yeah. And, and get a fucking mad mouse with wings um, on the front of your mm. jersey. <laughs> the mouse plane is nice. Yeah, uh, get a bit of webjet into you, um, um, unless you've got a thing against, you know, booking things. Anyway, <laughs> that's my that's my reptile. I know I'm I'm really stretching. I'll be better prepared next week. I promise. Uh, a little bit of uh, Jules, take it away with your uh, villain this week. Bad of the bone. Bad you've done it again. You've you've Did previewed. You, no, no, no. You've you've previewed again. Oh, um, so you gave them the week off last week. <laughs> Admirable, but uh, I'm sorry. That's uh, it's a it's the club socials again, mate. It's a bit cringy, isn't it? Can, it's a bit of a reach with the with the playlist. I mean, we can. I think we can do a little bit better in terms of our content. Maybe poor bastard's gonna gonna have just PTSD from this from this. Yeah, no. Give it to us, Sorry, mate. Give it to us. <laughs> the voice of the people. But but also now now oh, honest, I don't honestly, that. I don't want that. <laughs> honestly, guys, like I know I'm an old fart, but like, okay, I've heard of Flume. I've heard of Flume. Who are the other Guy. people? That's where you get a stuffed sinus, isn't it? <laughs> Mate, what? That's well, flat. <laughs> so one of the one of the, uh, one of the songs is a, is a bit of a banger, to be fair. But which yeah. one? Which one? I want to listen to it. Which one? Baddest of them all. B O T A. Okay. Eliza Rose and Interplanetary Criminal. Okay. Cool. Mm. Jonathan, like... it's got. It's. I don't think we've introduced Jules to Peaches. Intergalactic planetary. Yeah, well, you, uh, you don't you fuck the pain away? No, that's <laughs> yes. I think you've I think you've introduced one of the pods we did in person. I got I got a musical one. That's uh that's meant to be for Sky Blue Stories After Dark. What was, what was the other one? <laughs> was the other Peaches one? Very good. Um let's not let's not mention it. Let's not fair enough. Tune into the Patreon version to, to get off. To hear oh, about that. Um, Sky Blues after dark. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody want. Ain't nobody want. <laughs> All right, let's 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 wrap this up. All right, Jonathan, bit of snakes. Enough is enough. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Everybody, strap in. I'm about to open some fucking windows. All right. Conversely, conversely to my hero of the week, the um, the villain of the week. So I'm going to talk us into form. Whoever the penalty-taking coach is at Sydney FC, fuck me. Come on. Like, there's two top corners that they can put pens in, you know, or straight down the middle. Like, come on. What's the record now? What's the record now? Like three from nine or something? Something crazy like that, yeah. Fucking hell. And we didn't have the luxury of playing the kind of football we have been the last few weeks um, earlier in the season. Um, but, oh, geez, I, I, like I said, I reckon I reckon we'll, we'll turn it around. I reckon if we get a pen this game or if it goes to pens, we're going to win. We're going to score all of them, I reckon, because... I love it. 
I just, uh, but whoever whoever's in charge of those, give yourself an uppercut. Do do a Harry Maguire Jules <laughs> and give it a Rodwell. And like, Harry Maguire. Yeah. <laughs> he's a fucking good pen taker, despite all these obvious other flaws. <clears throat> um, he's actually quite a good pen taker. So give give it a Jack or give it a Wilco. Ooh, Wilco. Jack wouldn't be a bad one, I don't reckon. Can we bring Conor O'Toole? He was good. I reckon uh, Bratz, Bratz or Ryan world, Grant. Though. Bratz or Ryan Grant will take it. <laughs> That's the problem with uh, with. <laughs> no, can't do it. All the way down. Oh shit! So there you go. So two out of three uh, Sky Blue Stories hosts, the nice ones, uh, predicted that Sydney FC will go through this weekend. Uh, against Melbourne City Friday night. Really, really keen, really looking forward to it. Um, I, I'm i not even going to say that next week's going to be our last pod because I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk to you next week and then we'll talk to you the week after. But uh, as usual, thanks for tuning in. Thanks again to Anthony Caceres for joining us earlier. And um, thank you, you two gentlemen, for all the lovely contributions that you make. No worries, we'll- Charles. We'll no worries. We'll talk. See you, Beta Squad. We'll uh, we'll talk to you all <laughs> next week. Bye.